Hi, my name is Dr. Janice Blummer, and I'm your host for the monthly podcast, Scholarly. This podcast will provide you with meaningful information about the scholarly activities you need to stay ahead of the data and polish your CV. Each month, I will cover a bite-sized topic, such as coming up with good research ideas, how to read scholarly articles, making your poster presentation shine, and how to find the best journals for your publication. In addition, I will have guest speakers to help you sort through all topics scholarly. Looking forward to helping you see your name in print. Hello and welcome back. This month's episode is all about journal Jenga. Now, journals and publishing have changed dramatically in the last 20 years or so, so it's difficult to understand all the changes and understand what journal is best for you. That's why I invited Kelly Hines from Pumerantz Library in order to get her expertise on the matter, so stay tuned for that. She's going to join us later in the episode. So you have an article written and you're ready to hit submit, but now what? There are so many choices for journals and so many types. How does one possibly begin to understand where to publish? I have your back with this episode, starting with understanding the traditional versus the open access publishing model. Kelly explains how the internet has changed publishing. Public Medline or PubMed was uh, put out in, I believe, 1994 or thereabouts. And so then medical literature started being available, primarily just abstracts. Um, but there was really starting to be more of a push for it. And so the model started moving uh, away from a reader pays, uh, because once you kind of open it up to, you open the bottle that says, this is free, nobody ever wants to pay for anything again. Um, and so it, started moving toward um, an author pays model um, for a lot of journals, or there are journals that also have hybrid options um, where you can, uh, where it's primarily closed, but you can pay to make certain articles within it open access. You can see how the internet has really changed how we publish, creating open access networks that are available immediately and to everyone but with a cost. So now the cost to publish is placed on the author rather than the subscriber as in a traditional journal model. Those are called author processing fees and they were born out of the need for someone to pay in order to keep the information free and accessible. APCs are the ch charges that the author pays to the journal and they can vary depending on the journal their impact factor and other other features of the journal. But typically, a thousand to two thousand is not unheard of. That gets really expensive if you're having to publish more than one. So Kelly has some great ideas for how to keep the costs down and keeping these APCs in check. Number one is if you have a grant that is funding your research, you can write into the grant the APCs for publication. It's a pretty simple process. Number two, 
choosing a traditional publishing model or a hybrid model will keep those author processing fees down. Number three, there are some fee waiver options through the library, specifically with Wiley journals and interlibrary programs. Talk to Kelly about this. She has all the information on that. Number four, there's also something called green open access model. You don't pay to publish, but you do have to make it available to the public in six to 12 months. Finally, there's a platinum publishing model, which is free to read and free to publish. So look into all of these options to try to keep those author processing fees down. Generally, society journals don't cost much money to publish, if any. Those are journals that are sponsored by memberships to societies like the American Academy of Family Practice or other society type journals. If you're confused about all the publishing models, just uh, contact Kelly Hines at the Pomerantz Library. Her uh, email address is khines at westernu.edu and that is H-I-N-E-S. So how do you pick the right journal for your publication? Um, this is a whole nother topic. I like journalguide.com as a great place to start. They will match your journal based on your abstract or your title to a number of journals that you can pick from. They will also tell you if it's open access or traditional model, and they will even tell you if the, there are author processing fees. They might have information as to how long it takes for them to get the review done and how long the publication uh, process takes as well. Another great tool is EndNote. EndNote is downloadable from the library as a software for helping to manage your writing and citations. It's a citation management system. In it, there is something called the Manuscript Matcher, and that can help you find the right journal for your manuscript. Another option is Journal Citation Reports, which can help you understand the journal's impact factor. Now, impact factor is a measurement of the journal's impact in the academic society, and it's calculated through Clarivate and reflects the yearly mean number of citations and articles um, in the last two years of that journal. If you're new to publishing, a lower impact factor might help your chances increase in getting published. Finally, we need to talk about predatory journals or journals that take your money but don't have any scientific rigor. And believe me, they are out there. These may be journals that have no peer review process or just are there to make money. Kelly recommends a website, thinkcheck-submit.org, to check your journal prior to submission. Also, she re recommends checking the journal in PubMed, Scopus, or Embase to see if the journal's listed in these databases. Finally, read an issue and see if the journal meets your needs. If the journal does not seem to have scientific rigor, then you really do want to steer away from it. So publishing can be daunting, but don't let it phase you. You can call upon help if you're confused and don't know where to start. Kelly's happy to help you, so am I. Remember, my email is jblummer, B-L-U-M-E-R with one M, at westernu.edu. 
Remember, you can only submit to one journal at a time. I know it seems painfully slow, but you do have to wait until you've heard from the journal about their peer review process. If they reject your article, you are free to submit to another journal, but you do have to wait for the peer review process to do so. So there you have it. All you need to know about journals and submission processes and predatory journals for your future needs. I look forward to having you join me for another episode of Scholarly next month. But until then, have a great publishing journey. Bye. Mm-hmm.